Hi, this is Daniel from Markers on the Map. On this week's episode, my co-host Robert and I discuss the PS5 game showcase and the price reveal that we've all been waiting for. We've even got a new Nintendo Direct with a ton of new announcements to talk about. All this and more is coming right your way. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Markers on the Map. And thanks for listening. someone's trying to steer you the wrong way or give you wrong information all the time and in this world where leaks and rumors are a thing i feel like all the time even as like a kid when that kid will tell you you put the disc upside down you get like a bonus level yeah like all the time i feel like i'm being lied to yeah so let me drop some truth for our listeners here what they're hearing is markers on the map it's a gaming adventure where we have our vast open world of past, present, and future. And we go to the games from all of them. We check them out. We take a look at them. We talk about them. And we're starting off this week with some absolutely momentous news. This week, our good friends at Sega have revealed, in fact, the 30th anniversary logo for Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you seen this? It's uh it's quite the logo. It's it okay, I I get it, but isn't his legs usually a figure eight? Are they? Yeah, they are. There's usually there's usually like an infinity sign, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So it's now just a full circle. And mm. this is the new modern Sonic and not the classic. Mm-hmm. They're kinda yeah, so up, they're kinda up in that. That means it's it not the Jaleel White version, which I'm not into it now. Uh-huh. I'm not interested. No, nah, but in all seriousness, guys, we do have some incredibly, like, insanely epic news to announce this week. And I know you're just as excited as I am that Donkey Kong Country 2 is coming to Nintendo Switch Online next Wednesday. Let's go. Let's go. I'm honestly happy about that. I've been waiting forever for this to come to the to the service, and it's my favorite game in the series. When they announced the NES Mini... I was expecting two to be on there. Like, one was a no-brainer, but I was also expecting two, because two was the, I think, probably the best-selling one out of the entire... Uh, it's the probably the most popular, too. It's the most popular one, but I still think the best one's probably three. Three is very underrated. Three is pretty good. I like three. I like two it, and three better than the first one. Uh, That's a strong opinion, which I could disagree with. I think they're all great. Oh, they are all great. But if I was I to think... choose... I don't think I could choose. I think each one has their like charms and little things about it. Where, but I I think hands down, there's no argument about it. That two is part of the better version. It's the yeah, best two version. is. There's no platformer I can think of that compares in in terms of style and music and just general fun on any console. This is a game where the main character is not even in it. The game that start the main character that started this all is not even in this one. But you got hip hop Diddy Kong and like guitar Dixie Kong. Those are the best. There's no better duo in platforming. 
and who, and who doesn't like pirates? It's, yeah. it's such a pirate themed game. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's all weird theme park levels and the the volcano levels and the beehives. It took everything that made Donkey Kong Country so good and kind of expanded on it, made it more wild and dreamlike. Have you ever done the lost levels? Um, no. <laughs> I, at least not that I think of. I mean, I had the Game Boy Advance version that I that I hold near and dear to my heart, so I don't know and if I ever did that. That's where we draw the line. You like the Game Boy version, and I like the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, I have, they're I both have no good, but I have, I have, I'm, I'm very partial to the ones I played as a, as a kid. I just don't know how you see the Game Boy is better. Well, I guess in some aspects you can, but I don't know. The, any, the Super Nintendo version is just the better version for me, at least. Mm. Well, you know, in all seriousness, well, we will pick up this conversation about Donkey Kong <laughs> Country 2, but we actually do have some, like, gigantic news to get to today. So this episode's going to be more news-based than you might be used to, um, just going based off the first three episodes. But we've got quite a few things to get through. Let's start with the biggest and best uh, bit of news. Yesterday, the thing that we thought would happen last Wednesday actually happened. Uh, The PS5 showcase. And first things first, we did get a price out of this. We got $499 for the disc edition. And then we got $399 for the digital edition. So most predictions were saying that um i think it's a fair price what about you uh after what the xbox release for their console was 499 for their you know disc version and all that yeah i there's no question about it that was going to be the 499 because yeah because they're not making any sacrifices like the series no. s is but with the playstation we've heard rumors that they were gonna it was gonna be 600 yeah, but since Microsoft got their leaked and they just full fledged like, yeah, all right, here's the price for it. They had to be like, okay, we have to match with them at least. Yeah, um, I think it's a fair price. If you look at it, the I think it's the fair price, but I think this the timing is not right. I feel like the price is right because last year or the last generation, it was four hundred dollars and it's now just an additional five hundred. But you get four K gaming, the frames, AK support like the liquid cooling system on the like the liquid um, metal yeah the liquid metal cooling you get the AKs. case like i think i already say AKs, but you also get like the controller which has like haptic feedback you get like it even says like the controller can tell what player's playing it like it could tell the person just based on the way you play it, it can tell who's playing it Ooh, i didn't hear that, that i heard that cool. i heard of that <clears throat> yeah so it's like i feel like as a package for not only the controller and for the console it's it's a good price yeah, and uh, full disclosure, we were both able to uh, acquire a pre-order for the console. And that was a, a mess, to yeah, say the least. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that with a, another little thing I have on here uh, in, in a bit. But let's let's get to the games. That's that's kind of why we wanted... Well, that's not the main reason we wanted to see this presentation, but it was nice yeah. to see uh, a refresher on some of the games they showed earlier in the year. We start with a new game. And you called this. You called this. Day, I, I did like, call it, but I, it's like you, you kind of see where they're coming from with it. Um, it's Final Fantasy 16. Um, I think it looks great. Um, I'm glad they're going back to a more 
older style Final Fantasy, it looks like, instead of trying to be cutting edge. Like, you may have noticed from the trailer that the graphics are really nothing to write home about. But I'm hoping yeah. that that helps them um, really refine the gameplay. Because the past couple Final Fantasies... Um, uh, well, 7 Remake was, was pretty good in the gameplay department. But 15 just... I'm I'm actually like one of the people that were really disappointed by by 15 after after looking forward to it for so long. So I'm I'm hoping that this one really just makes the gameplay more enjoyable. I yeah. like th what they're going for based on what I've seen. It looks very fun from the game the play they showed or the trailer whatever. What what do you think about this one? What was the gap between 15, the announcement, and release date? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure 15 got announced in, like, E3 2006 and then came out in, like, 2015 or 16. I feel like with that much of a wait, you're never going to live up to the hype of it. Well, yeah, I was thinking about Any that yesterday. Wait like that is not going to live up to the hype, and I hope they don't wait as long as on this one for 16. I don't Maybe think they will. Finished. It, it, it looks it looks like they're not going for high-end graphics. Yeah. Which doesn't bother me at all, honestly. Uh, uh, I think 15... I don't... Yeah, I don't think it was, so much was a disappointment. It's just that it didn't live up to that... This, like, the legend Final Fantasy 15 that it was. Because it was, like, a nine-year wait. Yeah. Just for it, the game. It was originally out. supposed to be Versus 13. And I don't know if they're still playing around with the idea of a Versus 13 being recreated as some other game. I feel like the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 might have given us some hint at what could be from, you know, a versus 13 type game. But what we yeah. got with 15 was not exactly... It, it, it was it was a letdown for me personally. But this looks great. They didn't, they didn't show all too much, but it looks great. I mean, I'm not really an RPG guy, but if it looks great to you... I mean, you played a lot, so it, it might... Yeah, it might, and it, it's not going to be turn-based. Okay. This looks like Final Fantasy and Devil May Cry got smashed together. Okay, yeah. I I, I do see that. Because I was like, I thought it was just an expansion for 15. I thought it was a complete different game. But then I saw the 16 logo. I was like, oh, it's yeah. Final Fantasy 16. So, there's that hype. And then there's hype we knew about. But we got gameplay this time. We got gameplay for Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh my god, dude. It looks amazing. I like the, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you should go watch it, but if you have seen it, I really do like the uh, electrical powers that he has. When he takes up, he picks them all up in the air and he just like electrocutes every single one of them. Every little bit of the combat they showed yesterday just looks like a blast, and the background music they had going with it, it was like, oh my god, if this is dynamic it. music, it's amazing. It's just like, it's so stylish, man. Oh yeah, it's like, Miles Morales, it just... It, I know it's not really technically a true sequel, but it just feels it just I don't know, it feels like this true. No, yeah, it just I don't know. It just it doesn't feel like just an, another like DLC expansion. It, it no, feels it, like it, its feels, own thing. it it feels next gen, but it is also coming to PS4. Yeah, um, they're doing a PS4 version. They're doing a version where you get just the game, and they're doing a version that comes with Spider Man remastered for the PS5. But I'm hoping that if you own a copy of Spider-Man, you'll get a PS5 upgrade for free because I'd honestly rather spend the uh, 50 than the 70 if you...
because there, there's a couple launch titles that I want. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I'd rather spend the fifty, and even if it does, if the I have the game of the year edition of Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I hope it comes with an upgrade pack, but if it doesn't, it's not going to bother me. The game already looks fantastic enough. Yeah, like it has zero load time anyway, so it's like I don't. It doesn't drive me to buy the full like ultimate seventy dollar version. Yeah. So there's that, and then we go to Warner Brothers Games with their Hogwarts Legacy game that kind of got leaked a long, long time ago. This is like months ago. Uh, like over a year i think it got leaked um i personally have not not a huge investment in harry potter i used to like it a lot and see all the movies and everything i think the game looks okay for what it's going for but i'm not probably gonna get it i mean i'm hyped for it it's an i mean it's an rpg i think it's an rpg right it's probably like an open world arpg something like that uh like I said, I'm not really into much RPGs, but this it looks. I I'm I like the Hog, uh, Harry Potter and Hogwarts universe. Uh, I, I I just like how authentic it feels. Just watching the trailer, you've got your classes and like all the landmarks of Hogwarts is there. Your your beasts and everything. It looks like it has a lot of charm. And what I like about it too, it doesn't rely on too much of the movies or the books. You can yeah, just, this is it's its own thing. Like way before them, right? It's like this is older. like the 1800s. Yeah, the 1800s. I don't exactly remember when Harry Potter takes place, but I know that there's cars. It's so the 90s. I believe yeah. it's the 90s. So there's that. It looks pretty cool from from Warner Brothers. You know they do. Uh, they publish things like The Witcher, the Arkham games, all that. Um, Black Ops Cold War got a gameplay reveal. Um, what are your thoughts? Let's let's get your thoughts on this first. Um, so, as I theorized, which I hope they did, they're keeping the Modern Warfare gameplay, which, I mean, that's what made them live for this long now, because Modern Warfare was their make-it-or-break-it game. If this wasn't going to make it, then Black Ops would have, this one would have been the last one, and then maybe we're not going to get a Call of Duty for a while. But, uh, as gameplay-wise, the HUD, very clean. There's not a lot of stuff on, like, it's simplistic. There's not a lot going on it, which I like. It doesn't drive away from the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, graphics are very nice. Um, they have that whole like sniper elite part where like he shoots a dude with a sniper and then like zooms in and all this stuff. Like it's just all this crazy stuff with it, and I think it looks fine. It looks great. It doesn't look too much, and it doesn't look too little. For me on this, I don't know if it was just the gameplay segment they decided to show, but I. And, and you know I've always mostly been interested in the multiplayer for Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I haven't played a campaign. Well, I played Black Ops 1's campaign, and then I played Ghosts, which was not good, in my opinion. Um, but the, the gameplay they showed for Black Ops yesterday didn't do anything for me. I just personally thought it was kind of, eh, you know. Well, I was lukewarm to it. I think... It's just the marketing of it because, like I said, we didn't know much about this game for months. Yeah. We knew it existed and it was coming, but they're keep they really are keeping like this under wraps like Call of Duty thing. If you want to really like learn about it, it won't yeah. happen until like the week it comes out, or you just either have to like play it too. Mm-hmm. So there was that, and they did announce that the this weekend, the weekend of 
uh, September 18th through the 20th, you'll be able to download a alpha for uh, Cold War and play the multiplayer. Give that a shot on, on PS4 only, I believe, unless they're adding it to something else. I believe they announced it was PS4. At least, for what we know, it's first on the PS4 starting yeah. on Friday. Xbox will probably get a beta later down the line, but this is an alpha. There hasn't, There's not very many alphas. Oh, yeah. Um, next up, a new look at Resident Evil 8 Village. Um, still not a lot shown besides, you know, foreboding scenes of, you know, the cold wildlands and, like, mysterious storytelling, um, like little Tim Burton-esque figure things that happen, but I'm still pretty interested in this one. It's giving me Resident Evil 4 vibes. That's not a bad thing in terms of story because Resident Evil 4 goes nuts at the end. Yeah, it's not the st- it's not the story, but like uh, it's like the gameplay. That's it, it. Does remind me of that it's just strictly story. Like the theme of it, the story of it, and the location reminds me of four a lot. I mean, the interest is there. As long as it's good, I may give it a shot. I don't know if I'll get it at full price, but the interest is there. Um, for me in Resident Evil, it's all about story and characters first, though. Make those good, and I'm fine with it. You're not really big into like the first person one two. You didn't say you weren't really interested in seven. No, I wasn't. I'm, the The first person horror game doesn't interest me as much as a character driven, you know, like Resident Evil two and three remake. Those are very character yeah. driven. I also liked five. Um, I didn't like four specifically for the gameplay, but I thought the story was interesting, and it goes completely off the rails about halfway through. But <laughs> it, it's it's. And let's not even talk about six. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even um, bring up six. Yeah, at all. Resident Evil is one of those things where it's every game just seems so different. Don't ever bring up uh, Raccoon City. Oh, you can bring yeah. up six, but not Raccoon City. Not Raccoon City. Let's let's move on. Let's move I, on. I almost almost bought that. Honestly, Raccoon City. I was interested in it, and I'm I'm kind of oh, happy. Oh no! I think I knew someone who bought it, and they hated it. Oh no! Oh no! Um, we got a new look at Bethesda's Deathloop, still coming as a PS5 console exclusive. Um, I think it looks cool. Honestly, the way they're presenting it is very cool. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, this is part of the gameplay reveal, that you do have a hit list. You're an assassin. You do mm-hmm. have, like, people you have to take out. And you can change the story by, like, if there's one person, I forget his name. I forget his uh, name too. He's a scientist, and I forgot his name. But uh, there is a whole uh, like part you can take him out. But if you reverse back time and stop whatever plan he has, he can go to a, a different area where there's another person that is on your hit list, and you can take basically take both out in one area. So I'm hoping this is like your actions. I'm really I really want a game where your actions do matter. Like if you do something early in the game it will have a consequence in the future, but not like a, a set path where there's like, oh yeah, you can do whatever you want, but there's realistically only like eight different endings. I'm hoping like this really does have like, if you d- you've you missed a, a target in the early game, it'll come back and like hurt you later on in the game. Yeah, what I'm surmising from this is that there's a finite number of ways the story could go, but when I say finite, I don't mean small. I mean that there's still a lot of ways it looks like it can go because it looks like they're giving you a little more freedom that's just the vibe i get from it 
Um, but I really like how it's presented. They're doing the whole like seventies movie thing for it. But uh, don't know about a day one buy. Uh, I mean, most things I don't even buy day one unless yeah. I'm really invested in the franchise. I, I think with the with the price hike in uh, PS Five games to seventy, it, we're gonna have to be a little more picky as you know customers who buy games because yeah. it's it's almost a hundred dollars for a game now after taxes. Yeah, because. Before it was roughly would be like what like sixty five almost. And if you went to Walmart, you'd get ten dollars off. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, games are getting up there now. Now's now's the time for the developers to sell us harder than ever before on a game. Now they better not disappoint a game because now if a disappointment happens, it's gonna feel worse. Yeah, it used to be sixty. Now it's seventy. I've been burned by sixty dollar games before. Yeah. I've been burned by a hundred, like with oh, season yeah, passes. Oh yeah, with season passes. Um, Deathloop is presenting itself as a very interesting game. Yeah. Um, it doesn't come out till quarter two next year, so we'll kind of keep up with that. Keep up on the news with that. Next up is a critically acclaimed game that is being re-released as a PS5 game. It's Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, you said it already runs sixty on like the standard four, right? It, yeah, it, it's not a stable sixty, but I think it it it's, it it tries its best to stay at sixty. But this one's got a hundred and twenty frames mode on PS Five. I say, if if it's it's an insta buy, if I can upgrade my copy of DMC Five, I know this is like a DLC. If I can purchase that and upgrade, awesome. I don't know about paying full price again. I feel like they should do that. They should have an upgrade pack. Like, here's the upgrade with the, all the DLCs included. Yeah, because DMC5 came out last year, I yeah. think. Um, it's it's still a new game. Yeah, and you can play as Virgil in this one, which we were kind of hoping for for a while now. But uh, I'm just thinking about Devil May Cry 5 and how like really fun that is. But I'm thinking about my problems with it. My biggest problem being that there's a loading screen like every minute, and it's awful. So if this gets rid of those, adds 120 frames per second, we have a nearly perfect game on our hands. So I'm hyped for that. Real hype. Uh, We got another look at Oddworld Soulstorm. I still think this is a funny little game. Have you never played any of the other ones? I think I played one back on the Xbox, like my brother might have had it before on his Xbox, and I played it once, and I really didn't get it, but... I, I really like the game. It's a really fun puzzle-solving, like, bring your uh, help your friends to escape game. So they all have that same kind of thing where you're guiding around other alien people? Yeah. You gotta, okay. basically, your people are trapped and you have to save them. Yeah. Um... The production values on this one look really good for a for like what looks to be a two point five D platformer. Uh yeah, I mean, but this is what we should expect now, right? They shouldn't really keep the same type of look to it. They should really yeah. want to make a sell like this is a new game. You should it, really want to. It's got really a very gritty this, right? look to it, and and from the old ones, it, it looks very comical. But now they're presenting it, and the logo looks like Skyrim's logo almost. They're making it seem like Oddworld Soulstorm is like this epic quest. I mean, I mean that might be on purpose too. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely on purpose. 
I mean, because if you look at Skyrim, it is like this whole like all magical world, and it's like epic. But then you see people doing like funny stuff in the game, and it just has like they have a good old chuckle with it. Yeah, they're definitely onto something with this game and, and how it's being presented because it, it makes it interesting. Like like I said, they're making a game seem interesting. It's probably going to be more expensive than we're used to. You think uh, this will cost a full seventy? No, but I don't. Uh, but I think if it was on PS4, it would be thirty. And it's probably going to be 40. That's true. I think, yeah, I do see that. Like, we got to keep in mind that the price of the smaller games is probably going to go up as well. Which I hope not, but I'm anticipating it. Yeah. Better to anticipate it and then be happy when it doesn't. Yeah. Um, You like this next one, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, was it? I think so. Um... um yeah. I don't care what people say. Uh, I like the lore. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I, I can admit there's some games that like didn't need to happen. Like, like at 3, for example. I feel like it was a more lore game than it was gameplay-wise. But, I mean, they're expanding it to consoles now. It's not just like cursor mouse. You just click here and there. I believe this is a VR game. It looks like a VR game. I think this is a, a true sequel to the franchise. Because I believe this will... I don't think it's a sequel to the uh, like originals, but I believe this isn't within the same universe. Mm-hmm. I like just not at all interested. I just know Five Nights at Freddy's from like kids' shirts and stuff, and I, I don't know why kids like it. It's weird, but that's yeah. that's what I don't understand. See, I get your point with that. Like they market it towards kids, but it's like it's the whole series about a, a murder case about children being stuffed in like animatronics. I'm like. How is this market like toys and shirts are made for children for this? Yeah, it's a, it's always been a it's always been kind of an anomaly for me. But uh they got this new game coming to PS5. Bringing it to the big boys. I want, is this an exclusive for the 5? Um like, I, I don't think they or? said afterwards cuz they said if it was an exclusive afterwards and I don't think it, it I don't think it is. It has to be exclusive at least on console. I don't think I don't think the Xbox has a VR set in the works at all. Yeah, it might be console exclusive. Yeah. Um okay, before we get to another big one, Fortnite's coming to PS5. Oh boy. Uh, I face palmed when I heard that bus. Like I heard it and then I was like, I know what this is. And uh, I was just like, Fortnite's coming to PS5. Hey, you know what I like better than Fortnite? Uh Apex Legends? No. Even better than that. Uh, Roblox. Even better than that. Knack. Hmm. Less less than Knack. Glover. Hmm. More than Glover. I'm talking about <laughs> Demons Souls remake for the <laughs> PS5. Now this one. Uh, this yeah. is a hype one. Yeah. I mean, you might you might not like the aesthetic, but you cannot deny that this has absolutely the most next gen presentation of any game. Yeah. Like I saw a comparison of the transition times uh on the PS3 version, the original, and then yeah. it this loads in less than a second. Oh yeah. Oh my god. This game looks just absolutely fantastic and as a ps5 exclusive i think it's gonna move a lot of units the first couple of months not just having this as an exclusive for the ps5 but this is like a 
we're theorizing, which I hope this is a launch title, right? Yeah, it's a launch title confirmed. This is probably one of the best launch titles for any like launch for a console. Oh yeah, you see the popularity of Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and you launch a console with something that massive, the Demon Souls remake that people have been asking for. You have such a winner on your hands. Oh yeah, I I can see this being one of, if not the highest rated game of of the it, year. This is going to be along with like Fall Guys and like Among Us is like game of the year. Of yeah, it's it's going to get scores on the level of you know ghost of tsushima last of us uh yeah doom eternal all those really high scoring games demon souls is such a popular thing demon souls is like the birth of this this um what do we want to call it obsession with the genre <laughs> that that turned into dark souls and bloodborne um oh, yeah. which is arguably the most popular souls like game I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am a little bit interested in this. I'm yeah. very interested. Um, as far as launch titles go, this is like... It's probably going to have to be a launch title for me because cause even though I... You know, I struggle with the hard games, but I've platinumed Sekiro and, and Bloodborne and you're everything. A, you're a madman for that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> the hype here is on a like when they showed the the reveal trailer for this back in the the first ps5 event that was like i was getting watery eyes it was amazing oh man i saw that blue point i saw that blue point logo and i was like oh yeah this is this is demon souls right here i know we we were everybody was theorizing that blue point was doing this for years because they did the shadow of the colossus remaster and i don't really care about that but i'm like what's next for blue point demon souls <laughs> everyone so. put, play, put their money on a lot of people said mega solid but i was like nah it has to be demon souls yeah although i'd love to see them do metal gear solid <laughs> yeah that too um one other little thing before a shocking final announcement from the ps uh showcase is this whole ps plus collection thing as a bonus to subscribers of ps plus for ps5 um, it's a collection of so far 18, I believe, PS5 or PS4 games that quote unquote defined the console generation. Ooh. What do we think of that? Uh, I don't see Knack, and I was very disappointed. I know, you're missing out Knack and Knack 2, and arguably the most genre defining games of the PS4. I mean, they're their mascots, like, come on now. We'll have to settle for things like. Last of, um, I guess the Last of Us remake, I guess. I don't know. Well, Last of Us remastered. Um, small little games like God of War and Persona 5. You know, little ones. Yeah, yeah just like, who really cares? But like, you know, I'm, I'm not upset about it. But Some games I haven't no. played, like Days Gone. No, but yeah, those, I, I thought, I was confused at first what this was. I thought it was just like another like highlight video. But then I realized, oh, you can just play these like when you get the five. Yeah. Oh, and it has Bloodborne too, so if you can't get Demon Souls at launch, at least you'll be able to frustrate yourself with Bloodborne, another great but frustrating game. Uh, I think Detroit. Will, yeah, Detroit. Was oh, Detroit. Well. Yeah. I gotta see that list because now I, I didn't realize at first, and I was like, oh yeah, you could you could play all these games. I was like, okay, now I'm interested. I have some of them, anyways. I'm saying to our viewers, if you haven't played Persona Five, there's no excuse. You'll have it for free. 
No, I no, I have no excuse. No, I I mean I'll give it another try. Yeah, it's it's my favorite game. Um, speaking of small little announcements, God of War Ragnarok, twenty twenty one. Uh, this was after they dropped the prices too. Yes, like they dropped the prices, and they were like, "What else could there be?" And then the lo- and then the drawing started to appear, and like the music started to amp up, and I was like, "Okay, we all know what this is." Yeah, it it was rumored to be at the end of the show, and it it didn't disappoint. No gameplay or trailer, obviously, but if you've beaten God of War two thousand eighteen, you you know what's coming next in the story, and it's very exciting. I know you haven't beaten it yet, so I'm not going to say no. it, but no. oh boy, let me tell you. I want to beat it. I want to beat it, but I don't know. I just feel like I don't have the 4K graphics, but I feel like with the 5, I don't have an excuse not to beat well, it. Well, yeah, and it's going to be on PS Plus Collection, so if you didn't want to mess with the disc, you could just download it, but that's a small little thing. That's a small little complaint. Um, It's definitely worth playing. Uh got award 2018 so that was kind of the end of the presentation and you hey hey you remember when they said remember what we said at the beginning of the show <laughs> about being lied to <laughs> yeah i remember earlier this year that someone said we'll give you plenty of time and notice for when playstation 5 pre-orders go up as in they wouldn't put the pre-orders up you know an hour and 40 minutes after the presentation on uh on walmart of all sites and then everyone else but sony puts out the tweet that says um pre-orders will go up as early as tomorrow at select retailers and to me that says nothing uh i saw this coming i said there's one someone's gonna mess up someone's gonna put up their pre-orders and then they're just gonna all like crumble and just put it out there luckily we were both there when yes. that first wave at Walmart went up and managed to grab one. So, there will be PS5 coverage on, on our podcast. Uh, for everyone who doesn't get one, don't feel too bad. It's uh, it's not worth, like, spending thousands of dollars on. It's not worth, like, buying it from some guy on, like, Craigslist or something in a, like, like, don't, a random location. Don't get it from a scalper. They already said yeah. there's more pre-orders going up next week. So I hope that if you're listening and you want a PS5, we hope that you get one. With every new console generation, don't feel bad if you don't get it the first day. It's a very like luxury thing to get. You know, only a select few lucky can really get it. Yeah. Don't feel too bad because they'll still support the PS4 within the year, and, like and, within one year or two. And for me personally, it's not like I'm going to be able to spend you know $70 on on four launch games even though there's four launch games I want I'm probably gonna have to choose like two tops maybe one depending on how things go because the console's you know 500 bucks yeah so that's the PS5 event I thought it was really good aside from the whole pre-order debacle I thought the presentation was pretty good uh my site was crashing was yours like not, not it didn't crash but it wouldn't like go to the next page for me to finish it was yours like a smooth like trip? Like, did you just? Oh like, yeah, my, mine was in, a smooth. Mine was very smooth. I had to like struggle a bit. I was like freaking out, but then I, I still got it in. Yeah, no, the the process for me was pretty smooth, but I was also right there when it got tweeted out the link. All right, 
So you thought we were done with news, were you? No. No, this the, is even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> well, not not bigger, but there's some really hype stuff here. Uh, for for me, I think in particular, um, Nintendo did another one of those Nintendo Direct partner showcases today, and here's something you weren't expecting. Not a lot of people were complaining after this one. Isn't that really? unusual for this? I mean, I feel like if they really heard what people are saying, like, hey, don't complain, like, you should just appreciate we're having these. Maybe yeah. that went through with them, like, yeah, maybe we should be really, but hopefully that's a vibe that we keep through with this. Like, we shouldn't really complain. Yeah. We should just be There's happy no reason to complain. These, these have been really yeah. hype little, little showings from Nintendo, but I think the reason that people aren't complaining is that the first announcement on the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase today was for Monster Hunter Rise, a brand new Monster Hunter game for the Switch. And it looks amazing. <laughs> oh, you say you're a Monster Hunter fan and you play... There was one on the Switch that you wanted me to get. Yeah, Generations Ultimate. Although yeah. it's it's a lot more... Generations Ultimate has a lot more content than World, but it's very archaic in terms of gameplay compared to World. So what I'm hoping with Rise is that they take a lot of the improvements in the gameplay that World has mm-hmm. and add them to... Uh, this more classic looking monster hunter okay the the cool thing with this one is that there's like i think they're called warp bugs or something um so all the hunting grounds and and you don't have to go from area to area in this one like in gen ultimate um it's all just one big open area like in world but it's very vertical this time there's an emphasis on climbing things and getting around that way and they showed like four new monsters and it just I'm I'm so excited. I think this is gonna get me back into Monster Hunter. Uh I I did play a little bit of World. Um wasn't a fan of it just being so like complicated, such as you need to do you need certain items to the, do certain Monster things. Monster Hunter takes a lot of prep work before yeah. you actually go on the hunt. It's not it's not like a quick play game like we we played God Eater. Yeah. That's like Monster Hunter for if you want to play Monster Hunter and get a quick couple of matches in in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Monster Hunter's like this one where you got to prepare for everything and then your hunt can take upwards of an hour and it's it's a little bit more of an investment and a little more difficult. Yeah, that's what I hope this new one doesn't really rely on. I feel like they should have them there. Like probably the people who like it, they should have them there, but I hope they have a little bit more of those like quick ones you can do and don't need a lot of yeah. time to do it. I think being on the Switch and after and being a game that came out after World, there's probably going to be some really cool quality of life improvements in this game that helps cuz you know they're they're touting it as you can play it anywhere, portable cuz it's on the Switch. Yeah. So they need to make it a little more bite-sized. Um, but that's not all. They announced There's another there. Monster Hunter game for the Switch today. They announced Monster Hunter Stories 2, a sequel to the 3DS game. Um, this one I'm a little less interested in because this is like a this is a traditional RPG, mm-hmm. or at least the first one was. So I don't have too much to say. It looks really pretty. Have you seen any screenshots or videos from it yet? Uh, no, I have it, not seen much from it. it. It's it's worth a look just to see how how nice it looks. But I'm I'm more into Rise because that's the Monster Hunter game here. Okay. Um, I, I'll look into it. Yeah. Now the next game they announced on the direct is, well, you remember last week when we were talking about fitness boxing and how it hit a million sales, 
And I was like, oh, oh I yeah. wish there was a new fitness boxing game. Well, <laughs> fitness boxing 2 got announced literally a week after I said that. So, look, I'm going to go ahead and say that I willed this game into existence. <laughs> um, There's new songs. So, like I said, hopefully better songs. Um, There's some new modes and... If you don't like certain punches or moves, you can actually take them off on this one. Um, okay. They added three new... Like, you've seen this... You've seen gameplay from this, right? Uh, Yes, from the first one, at least. Yeah, you know how you have a person, like a trainer, with you? Yeah. Um, They added three new trainers. And that's, that's hype, because you can customize your trainer. And, you know, I like that. I like customization. And so you, know, you do like a lot of like able to customize your character and not even just like your character but a lot of like NPCs you can do that you like that. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping there's a little more to the customization this time instead of just like preset colors and everything. But I'm I digress. It's actually really fun to play fitness boxing if you can get past the kind of like some of the songs are like eh. but uh, it's <laughs> it's a good time. It's like my eighth most played Switch game. Um so I've played it more than quite a few other games. And you can carry your save progress over. Okay. Well, will it have, like, a welcome back? Like, you know how some games, when you play the sequel of a game, they have a previous one that give you, like, a welcome back package. you think they'll have one in this one? Maybe. I'm wondering if they'll add, like, a special cosmetic if you had the first one or something. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So I'll, this comes out the same day as Puyo Puyo Tetris. So that's a day for like very colorful, nice party games or like fun, fun, relaxing games, chill games, whatever. Um, this next one, I neither of us have ever played Disgaea, right? I don't even know what that is. Well, this is a this is like a tactical RPG, and okay. the the I don't know that's much about it. it. Yeah, I haven't played it either because it's very daunting. Um, they said you can do like nine quintillion damage in this one, and your level can go up to like nine hundred thousand or something like that. Um, we're we're essentially talking about it because it's a game that got announced. I don't I don't <laughs> know much about. I've played the spinoff of Prinny on the PSP, where you have to beat the game in under a thousand lives, but it was really hard, so you might actually lose. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's an RPG. I mean, like I said, I'm not much into it so i have no idea what well this is it's about. like it's like a tactics rpg so it's like not really my cup of tea either okay um so the next game they showed was like another tactics based game but this one looks more like XCOM, i want to say or like mario and rabbits empire of sin is like a it looks like they're in the 30s and there's like mob bosses and all that and it's like a it's like a turn-based tactics game that takes place in 1930s um like gangster life and everything um it looks cool but again i don't know if that type of game is my thing i'd have to take your word for it like say you're really into the rpg so it's whatever i would rely on your word on rpgs yeah i've I think I've played my fair share, but there's there's some that I like and then some that I don't like. And my patience for certain ones is not as high as it used to be. Yeah. Um. This next one, we actually played. Uh, Sniper yes. Elite 4. We played that back on the PS4. Uh, I like it. I do too. It was fun. It was a good distraction for a couple of days, huh? 
uh, I was uh, I I played it when I was like, man, games aren't fun. Why do I play games? And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play Snapperly. It looks like a fun game. It looks like up my alley. Like I I was craving that like, I guess stealth game like Manager saw that where like I could sneak around, take out a guy and then like hide the body and then just like continue without really. I was just really craving that. Yeah. And Snapperly kind of broke me out of that. Like oh, games are are not fun anymore. I liked how it was all co-op because I don't think I could have handled it. I, I think I would have given up <laughs> solo. <laughs> so um, we we played that because they gave it for free on PS Plus uh, last year, was it? Yeah. And back to that, it's funny how I mentioned I want to play that game and they give it out for free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were talking about it like literally a month before they gave it yeah. for free because it was on sale or something, but they gave it for free. So, haha. Um, so it's coming to the Switch. I'm cool, I guess. Uh, as the graphics and frames have have they like taken a hit or? I'm sure they have like a good port. Um, they they really didn't show much, but I don't think that when we ran it on PS4, did it run at 30 or 60? I think it ran 30. Okay, so I can only see the Switch hitting 30 at max with it. Okay. But uh, that was a good good little distraction. You know what's not going to hit probably 30 on the Switch, though, is PGA Tour 21. Because the uh, gameplay they showed for it was a little rough. Wait, it's like even less than 30? It it looked rough, I'll, I'll say that. What the heck? Um, But again, this is, like a, this is like a current gen golf game. So, I guess we'll give them the benefit of... I, I wasn't probably going to play it anyway. It just looked yeah. rough from the trailer. <laughs> um couple more things from the nintendo uh direct this morning uh that cool looking roguelite hades that i've actually really been interested in i guess it's out of early access because it's coming to the switch today um oh that's a really cool looking roguelike it almost looks like diablo the way it plays it plays like a dungeon crawler like that but the aesthetic of it is really cool and I don't have much to say because I haven't played it, but I'm hyped for that little... But, like, I want Fight Crab, but I also have to <laughs> renew my Nintendo Switch online, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it today. And, oh, like, man. I'm getting the 3D All-Stars should be coming uh, tomorrow, so I don't know if I'll be playing Hades anytime soon. I want to, though. I heard I heard there's people buying, like, the All-Stars for, like, 60 or, like, for even more than, like, the retail price. They're already, like trying to resell it oh there's yeah. no reason to do that yet they're not they're not no. going to be out of it until march they'll, wait for they'll, the digital if you can't get a physical wait for digital yeah i mean if you want it you're gonna get it i get physical yeah. because i collect the physical games for the switch yeah um all right we've got balan wonderworld they showed this at a presentation earlier this year this is like a, I think it's Square Enix, but I think some people from, I, I'm not too sure, but it looks like some people from the Sonic team might be working on it. Okay. It reminds me of an older, like, Dreamcast-style platformer um, made by Sega, or like a game like Nights into Dreams. Um, not too interested and not much to say, but I just learned before we recorded that this game has a version of the Chow Garden from Sonic Adventure called, like, <laughs> Tim's or something. And I'm like, bruh, day one, I'm all in for the Tim's. 
did you ever play did you ever play the chow gardens in sonic no oh. the only sonic games i played were i think mania honestly was probably only mania and unleash oh my god sonic games I ever played we gotta get you on sonic 3 and knuckles i know you know why ice cap zone ice cap zone <laughs> hashtag free ice cap zone i know original music um yeah the, so but you know what the chow garden is and um this game has a version of that and i guess they're called tims and i'm just 100 percent more interested now um two more things from the nintendo event today the first of which is uh rune factory 5 um this is a harvest moon spinoff rune factory and this is kind of like you're it's kind of like Animal Crossing almost, except you fight people too. Um, I'm interested. I wanted to play 4, but I just never got around to it. And I don't know if I'll play this, but you can just live a nice, happy farm life in Rune Factory. There's a, there's a theme with this uh, Nintendo Direct for us. It's like games were like, eh, looks interesting, but probably not want to get it. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to get Monster Hunter Rise and Fitness Boxing too, though. Those are like must-haves. Yeah. Um, last thing we have is Ori and the Will of the Wisps, that Xbox One game coming to the Switch today. I'm, I'm interested in that one. Um, not only that, you, you know this is the sequel, right? So they have both of them now. Oh, it comes, so it's, it's both? Yeah, yeah, like... so, so they, uh, they released the, the first one, Ori and the Blind Forest, a while back, and this is the second one. I didn't even realize they released the first one. What the heck? I was waiting for that. Yeah, it's been out. It's been out. Um, and the then heck? at the end of the direct, they also announced that the Switch will be getting physical versions of both games in like a nice collector's box. So this uh. is Microsoft Studios putting their games on the Switch, which is the big news here. Because I'm like, <laughs> what else are they going to bring over? They brought Cuphead, but that came to PS4 too. Yeah. That came, like, last month, I think, too. Hey, maybe since they're releasing Halo Infinite on the Xbox One, they'll release it on the Switch, too. Maybe. It got Monkey Man for the Switch version. Yeah. So we got a little bit of sad news, uh, Nintendo-wise. 3DS production has officially ended. Oh, boy. <sighs> I got my I 3DS wanted... back in 2011. I didn't get one, uh, but my brother got, like, the 3ds not the new one but like the first version of it yeah uh i've be, i've been wanting one so mm -hmm. i better snag one before they completely disappear yeah it might be worth having one because the catalog of games in it is really good yeah um so couple more little bits of news um the xbox series s oh this is real confusing <laughs> the xbox series s will run xbox one s versions of backwards compatible xbox 360 and xbox games and xbox one games but not the xbox one x enhanced versions of backwards compatible xbox 360 and xbox games and xbox one games i don't know how to i don't know how to phrase it anyway but how much xbox ones could an xbox series xbox if an xbox series s could box xbox one s's do you know the answer to it's that this sounds like a whole math equation, and uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I have I'm no not super into math. I don't know about you. I mean, I like math. I can understand math, but this just sounds like yeah. No, I'm not doing this. Hey, but you know what they're doing right? Giving us a pre-order time and date. Ah, <laughs> oh, I know. Like what happened? But I'm not really. I, I'm not going for an Xbox. 
I'm just saying it happened because someone dropped the. They're just like, oh, whoops, we dropped it, and everyone else was like, well, if they're doing it, might as well just go ahead and do it as well. Yeah, and Microsoft said what the twenty second at eight a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple days after this podcast goes up, um, which should be on Friday. Um. So yeah, that's kind of all on the Xbox front this week. I think their event is coming soon. But we still got a Nintendo Direct rumor. It's oh, for a little game called Yoshi's Fighting World. In this sequel to Wooly and Crafted World, Yoshi takes to the streets to engage in melee combat. When Bowser's brother from Super Mario Bros. 2's original Japanese release unleashes a new evil upon the Mushroom Kingdom, none other than Yoshi is called upon to save the day. It's an all-new beat-em-up starring everyone's favorite green dinosaur, Fight across 50 bite-sized stages against a wild gallery of Yoshi's most famous foes. Team up with up to three friends in local and online co-op as you tackle a full-fledged story mode that takes place after Super Mario Odyssey. Enjoy learning the ins and outs of the deep combat system with different playstyles for each character including Mario, Luigi, Toad, Peach, and many more. With at least eight characters planned as DLC for the game. Gather loot to level up your characters and make sure that the evil Fight King and his fearsome armies are defeated once and for all. What do you think? I think this is a really great sequel to uh, the Wooly World. You know, we just got that one back, you know, a couple months back, maybe yeah. last year. Uh, I think this is a great sequel for it. Yeah. I mean, they're taking the whole beat em up approach. Kind of probably, it's kind of, kind of be nintendo's uh, version of the scott pilgrim game yeah um i'm mostly concerned with why all these rumors have like loot but because i'm I'm, lo- I'm starting to lose it <laughs> <Reading about. laughs> but you know i'm expecting this maybe quarter three next year maybe as a as a as a late summer release yeah It'll probably be with the new Switch that there's rumors that they're making, like the enhanced version of it. Oh, yeah, the one that's supposedly coming out early next year. Yeah, the 4K, up to 4K version of it. Do want. (laughs) That would be, I mean, it would be cool. I hope it's made of metal. Oh. Like, it's nice, like, premium metal. Maybe. I don't know how how good that would be for carrying around, though, but we'll see, we'll see. Only time will tell. Um, so before we wrap up for today, because this, there was a lot of news to talk about, we do have a few updates on some games we've been playing. Um, I'm still going to be talking about Avengers at some point soon and how much of a mess the multiplayer is. Um, (laughs) I've been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 just a little bit, haven't really gotten too far into it, and I played Hotshot Racing, which I also want to give some time to in probably next week, um as well as the 3D All-Stars, which is coming out. So I haven't got to play a lot this week because of other mm-hmm. things that are taking precedence over over games even in, and even coverage. But um, I'm playing a little here and there. What about you? Uh, I've been playing... Uh, I've been on that new Rainbow. Cause I consistently play Rainbow at least mostly every night. Sometimes I take days here and off, but I mostly play that every day. And then I finally did finish the story mode for uh the remake of destroy humans all right and we're definitely going to talk about that as more of a full yeah. full-on segment so this is- yeah i'm gonna save that for the next one 
a little preview of, of what's to come because we wanted this episode to be focused on all the news this week because there might not be that much next week, so we'll have plenty of time to talk about what we've been playing. After this, we, there'll probably be scraps left over after this. Yeah, it's kind of like the game drought I know is coming after the, the oh, new yeah. consoles come out. But that's why we talk about old things, because mm-hmm. you can never have enough old things. Yeah, we've got plenty of older games that, that we are itching to talk about. We're just going to choose, pick and choose as we go. Um, do new episodes, cover new things, cover old things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, heading into the ninth generation of consoles here. Oh boy. So, we're going to go ahead and end it there for the week. As always, thank you so much for listening, and please don't uh, don't sh- be shy to follow us on Twitter at Markers on the Map. And it's like we always say, at the end of the day, the real Burnout 3 takedown was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.